This episode of Two Girls, One Pup was brought to you by listeners like you who support independent artists and by people who love puppies. Pups and dogs. Dogs. Male camp. Dogs. Puppies. Ooh. My guest today is comedian Baron Vaughn, who you may have seen on Conan, Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, or the Netflix original show Grace and Frankie. Uh, today he teaches me what to do if he goes into anaphylactic shock from petting my dog. My eyes start to just kind of close in a way that doesn't look right. Right. That I start to look like a black Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> you might need to take this out and jab it through into my thigh. Penetrates jeans, the doctor said to me three times. It goes through jeans. It goes through jeans. Plus, we talk quite a bit about mold and what it's like to work with Lily Tomlin, which have nothing to do with each other, but they're equally interesting. It's time for a pupcast. I'm your host, Monique Madrid, and this here is Comet. Now, before we chat with my guest, Baron Vaughn, let's grab those leashes, grab a poop bag, because, come on, we're not assholes here, and let's head out for a walk where we can meet some of the dogs in our neighborhood. You know, it's the puppies that you meet when you're walking down the street. It's the pups that you meet each day. Peter. Peter, <laughs> the baby. Yeah, he's three. He's th he's only three. Yeah, well, about three. Where'd you get the name Peter? He came to me as Pedro, <laughs> and I found out recently he maybe also is Jimenez from Tohunga. Wow. <laughs> he's got a sorted past. Where did you get him? So Peter started off as a teeny tiny kitten. <laughs> uh, my neighbor was fostering this kitten, and she also has a cat. And the cat one day decided he didn't like the kitten, and I was like. I have no responsibilities. I'll help out. I can watch a kitten. Sure. Kitten got to my apartment and in five minutes was inside the wall. Found a little panel in my bedroom closet and we're like, where'd the kitten go? Gone. Then like three days later, we ended up recording her cat meowing to lure the kitten out of the wall. Aww. I put a bookcase against that. And then a couple days later, I'm like, why did I make the decision so quickly? Like, I don't even like cats. What am I doing? And my neighbor put a picture of him with a red bow around his neck on my Facebook and said, do you want to trade the kitty for a doggy? And I was like, oh, I'm supposed to not get the dog that's wrapped up like a present. Of course I want to trade the kitty for a doggy. And so the girl, that she found him in traffic in the valley. Aww. She's like, I stopped my car and I made all the cars behind me stop and I had half a burger in my car and he came. And I was like, so you're nuts, but this is working out. And she was calling him Pedro, and I got the feeling I was going to name him Jeff with a G. Sure. But uh, I got the feeling that she would have been very okay if I did not change his name. And I was like, mm, we don't really speak Spanish at home, so we'll go with Peter. <laughs> so now he's Peter. But maybe he speaks Spanish, and now he has no idea what you're saying to him. There's like a grifter vibe to this dog. He's like, he survived somehow. Aww. But he's, he's grown accustomed to... Uh, to a mid-century modern lifestyle. <laughs> I asked you to do the show yeah. and to come over to my house mm -hmm. and 
do the podcast here. Mm-hmm. And then you, not only did you say yes, which is very nice, yeah. but you said yes, even knowing that you just found out you're allergic to dogs. Yeah, because the thing about being allergic to dogs, it doesn't mean I don't love dogs. I love dogs. <laughs> being allergic to them sucks because I like playing with dogs. Because yeah. I've never seen a dog, especially with their sweet little faces. That I don't want to pet, that right? I don't want to like rub the tummy, and then I'm then I forget that I have dog on me, and then I like scratch my eye or like you know tickle my nose, and then I'm like, why why am I why is everything itch? Why am I breaking out? In the, oh yeah, I'm allergic to dogs. Are you kind of halfway sad right now because you can't pet those dogs? Yeah, you are. Yeah, halfway sad. I'm full way sad. Yeah, I made it all the way to sad. It was actually a shorter trip than I thought it was going to be. Was, well, sure, there's two of them. It's kind of like, how far are you? I'm halfway to sad. Traffic's not that bad. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I feel like it's torture. Yeah. I'm really, I really no. apologize. Look at that face. I know. Well, uh, what is that? Chewing rawhide? There's Comet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, uh, he's the strong, silent type. And Tori is our neighbor's dog who we're watching. Oh. Who kind of looks like Comet. Tori is the, the little one. The little one. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's the bitch. <laughs> well, she's named after spelling, I would assume. Or mm-hmm. Amos. Oh, yes. Am I right? Probably an Amos. These eternal flames. You know, you got to. <laughs> And Comet was not named after the Full House dog. Oh, okay. He just came with that name. I never saw Full House. What? Yeah. I was too busy watching reruns of Family Matters. When <laughs> you can watch. Both can exist in a world. I know. It's just It was a show that I just didn't <sighs> stumble upon. You know what it was? I had a, 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 a strange crush on Kimmy Gibbler. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I can't watch this show. It's going to do things to my body that I'm not ready to experience. Oh, sure. I had like a I had like a subconscious understanding of that. I thought, it's like that movie Inside Out, <laughs> except boners and Kimmy, Kimmy Gibbler. And Kimmy Gibbler. God, I thought you were gonna say DJ. Everyone <laughs> thought. Everyone thought you were gonna say or yeah. Uncle Jesse. You get the references, right? Yeah, Uncle Jesse was John Stamos, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, there, then there was Bob Sackett and Dave Coulier. Don't even know what their names mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Their character names. Uh, Danny. Oh, and Uncle Joey. Oh, okay. He's the cut it out. Yeah, that's Dave Coulier. Mm-hmm. See, I remember him from You Can't Do That on Television, which oh. is some random stuff. Sure. That's early Nickelodeon was that? Uh, mythology I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Was that, um, what's his name from SNL? Who? No. Keenan Thompson. No, no, you're thinking of all that. I am thinking all that. Yeah. That's true. There was all that, yeah, Keenan and Kel. I don't think there are, like, kids sketch shows anymore. No, that's not true. I think they're... Actually, maybe you're right. I think they tried to do one a couple of years ago, and it wasn't. Do you, are there? Is there one? No. Sammy yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. We got the. We just asked uh, Samopedia. We asked the producer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that we got a big fat no that there's no kids sketch shows. Get on that, kids. Yeah, um, I feel like Ariana Grande should have one. Hmm. I don't know anything about Ariana Grande. No, she just. She interesting. She funny? Uh, well, she bit, sounds, another big fat no from our producer. Like, <laughs> she sounds like Mariah Carey. Yeah, but she's eighteen or twenty oh. or something. Okay, you love dogs. Yeah, love them. Wait, so did you go to the? You said you just found out. So did you go to the doctor because yeah. you were like I'm itching, and he figured out why? This is the most important thing I can say to your listeners. Everybody, listener. listeners, listener, take mold seriously. That's all I'll say. Take mold very seriously. If you have a little bit of a leak in your place Mm -hmm. under your sink, if you sometimes it rains and your carpet's wet and that doesn't make any sense, get your landlords or hire a mold inspector 
to come check it out. What happened to you? Well, because I was living in mold for a long time. <laughs> it wreaked havoc on my immune system. So all of my allergies went haywire. Whoa. So it was only a couple months ago that I was in the ER because I accidentally had butter because that's how allergic I am to dairy now. What? And I'm, I'm carrying an EpiPen on me. I have an EpiPen in my pocket all the time. Oh, I don't have to do it if something happens, do I? If, uh, if I decide to sniffle my nose in, in that dog's sweet neck. Yeah, it's going to be hard. Oh, and no. go, who's the, who's the honey bunches of oats? And I start, my eyes start to just kind of close in a way that doesn't look right. Right. I start to look like a black Stay puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> you might need to take this out and jab it through into my thigh. Penetrates jeans, the doctor said to me three times. <laughs> it goes through jeans. It goes through jeans. How many people came back and were like, God, I just, it's so inconvenient. I, I couldn't get my pants off in time. I couldn't get my I pants off. I ended up in the ER. I was going to do it, and then I realized I'm not wearing any underwear. Like, <laughs> so... I decided to go on go, go commando on the day I smelt peanuts. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? And I was just like, you know what? I can't. I can't do this. I can't bring bits out. My mom's here. You know something. Uh, and that's why they're like, it goes through jeans. <laughs> it goes through pants. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. Uh, how long did it take? So, what allergies do you have now? And it's all from mold. It's 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 well. First of all, I'm allergic to mold. mold. Everyone's allergic to right. mold. There are a hundred kinds of toxic mold, and they're each. Worse than the last one. And the worst one is black mold. Of course they call of it course, black right. mold. You know how you kill black mold? White vinegar. I wish that was a joke. <laughs> I wish that was a joke. It's the best way to kill mold. White vinegar. Distilled white vinegar. Get on that white vinegar. Get that black mold out of here. It's a scourge. It's under the sink. It's penetrate. It's the criminal. It's the mold element. Anyway, I wish that this... It sounds like I'm talking about the history of Los Angeles police yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. But anyways, um, <laughs> I had some mold and it was a big problem. It was essentially like 24 square feet in my apartment. But did you know it or were you like, something weird's happening? It took me a while to figure it out because I got sicker and sicker and didn't understand why. Did you feel like you were like an old timey, like an old timey times? Old timey times? Yeah, like now you can pretty much be like, this is what it is. Everybody knows everything. By the way, great name for a rapper. Right. Old timey times. <laughs> right. And right. I'm here to say I really like suspenders in the major way. But you were asking? <laughs> and he has a clock, but it's like a grandfather clock. <laughs> there you go. Yes. It's a grandfather <laughs> clock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. And it's a sundial. No. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was his. Grandfather mentor. sundial. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, I would feel. I think it's scary to not know stuff, and most of the time you know stuff now. I would feel like I was in the olden days. Ah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that it essentially it was like the last three years was like an episode of House where I was just like, what is happening? Why <laughs> right. am I getting sick? Three years? Yeah, because I was living in it for a long time. Ah. That's the thing, and it took a long time for it to take a toll. It spread. It got worse. I was just sitting there in my apartment thinking I was okay, and uh, and then any allergies i have that they've been expedited they're worse than they right. were i was a little allergic to dairy now i'm real now i'm in er So you weren't like that nerdy kid as a kid no 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 dairy allergy didn't start until i was like 26 Whew, okay it just came out of nowhere mine I think, reversed mine reversed yeah i was allergic to dairy and now now you're okay i mean i can't eat an entire milkshake but i can share which some. begs the question do you eat a milkshake <laughs> Uh, depends on how good it is. It's true, mm -hmm. I guess. Some of them come with like you have to get like a little spoon. Or those, there. yeah, the kind. Of, is it Dairy Queen that you put upside down? The DQ, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's an eat one. The softies, you remember the softies? Mm, no girl, like I think the that's from that's from. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like that was from Wendy's. Yeah. Softies can't. Yeah. That can't be right. It nope. couldn't be softies. <laughs> That's way That's worse. So penile. It's very. Oh, I also was picturing a dog shit though. Oh, like because oh, when my neighbor walks, worse. when my neighbor walks, some Comet, penises are dog shit. Though. Yeah, Let's well, be honest. Lord knows. Uh, sometimes when my neighbor walks Comet, she talks about that soft serve with his oh. socks. It's gross. Oh, <laughs> but right. then you Soft feed serve. I forgot there's that imagery, mm. but I also don't like yogurt. Probably because a long time ago, <laughs> someone made that comparison. And I'm like, I can never eat yogurt. But it's also I can never eat mold. frozen yogurt ever it's again. It's kind of mold. What? Yogurt. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's like got cultures in it. Right. Right. It's right. probiotic. Right. Um, which might help sometimes. Oh, yeah. Right. right because right. you're adding the enzymes. Yeah, it's a good thing. That's a whole different. Argument Greek yogurt, it's a thing. Blah blah blah. Exactly. That's why the Greeks are so swarthy. They're and doing healthy. great right They're now doing, too. Yeah. They look great. Economy not so good. Skin toned. Perfect. Skin is toned perfectly. Um. Yeah. Wait, so yeah. Okay, so allergic three to. Three years. You to, finally went to the doctor. Yeah, I basically had this this this. I had this ER experience, and she was like, "Go." The doctor at the ER was like, yeah, you are obviously Could at the point. Could you not breathe? What do you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. ER. I mean, I had anaphylactic shock. Oh, you didn't say that part. Oh, I had butter and then I woke up at two o'clock in the morning choking on my own throat. <gasps> it happened in the middle of the night? Yeah. Oh, that is even It actually, scarier. it woke me up because I couldn't breathe. Oh. That was why I woke up because I couldn't breathe. I was like, I was like, yeah. Luckily, my girlfriend was there. She stayed up with me. And then we, I took, a, I took two Benadryl and it yeah. kind of went away. But it was like, it was really scary because I couldn't breathe. I couldn't understand why I couldn't breathe. Oh, right. And because it felt like I would breathe and my nose was blocked and my throat was blocked. And I'm like, what's blocking both my nose and throat? And I was dizzy the entire time because I'm not taking any breath in. Right, right. I'm not taking any oxygen in. So I was like, what the hell is going on? So, and then the next day I got up like, like I was like, oh, I got three hours of sleep after the Benadryl. You didn't go to the emergency room Not right away, no. Why? It was because I thought it was over. And then I ate something else that had peanuts in it. (laughs) And then I had it again while I was at it. And my friend was like, we got to go to the ER. (laughs) One Uber ride later. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Walking into Cedar, way cheaper than an ambulance. Walking into Cedar... Sinai, and then they put you in that crap gown. You know, they're just so right. obsessed with you being naked in a mm-hmm. gown. Mm-hmm. Take those clothes off and put this assless gown on. But I just have a runny nose. I said, put this gown on. That'll be $900. So then I sat there, uh, and then she came over finally. And uh, <laughs> it's just funny because I'm thinking of being in that gurney <laughs> that I'm sitting up. I'm, I'm sitting there like falling asleep, and my girlfriend's just there, like reading a book. I'm just like, this is... On Benadryl. Yeah, I'm on Benadryl and falling asleep. Doctor finally comes. She's like, yeah, well, obviously you're at the point of anaphylaxis, so <laughs> I'm going to prescribe you EpiPens and uh, don't eat dairy. You should see, and she'd also see an allergist. So oh, so you went to an allergist. Went to an allergist a week later. Did they scratch your arm or yeah, back or whatever? They did the scratch test. Did you get pictures? No. Oh. They took pictures. Oh, you know what? I did get pictures, did but you? I deleted them, though. Oh. Yeah, they're nasty. My arm looks disgusting. I want to see it. It was. <laughs> of course you do. I want to see that disgusting. I do. Arm. It looks like a. It looks like something that uh, Rick Baker, Monster Maker, would have come up with, <laughs> and that is a movie reference. And I still don't get it. I have oh, two yeah. questions what? about the experience. Okay. One, if you could barely breathe, mm-hmm. how did you swallow a Benadryl pill? Um, slowly. Did it hurt? No, it didn't hurt. Okay. That was the thing. I wasn't in pain. Right. It didn't hurt. It was just blocked. I couldn't breathe. 
Um, second question. Very scary. Yeah, yeah really scary. Oh, it's making me kind of claustrophobic right now. <laughs> thinking about it, like it's kind of freaking me out. Um, my other question: If you call an Uber to take you to the emergency room, mm-hmm. do you put that in the memo? Do you? How do you make it happen faster? Well, I was with a friend, and Uber takes no time. Well, true, but I've waited. It was eight like minutes. I've never waited eight minutes. Really? Yeah, not in the United States. <laughs> And by that, I mean Los Angeles. Right. I waited 17 minutes in Denver once. Oh, yeah. they don't have as many. No, they don't. Right. But I was like, what? 17 minutes, I guess. But want to get places. Because <laughs> um, I want to see what Denver's got. I want to tap the Rockies. And then anyway, mm-hmm. I'm getting very distracted. But yeah, we didn't put it in the memo. It was just my my friend called an Uber and they walked me out because we were in like, I was in um, was he Century City. Out? You know Century City? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was in that mall. Oh, oh. At a burger place. I think it was the counter. The counter burger in okay. the Century City Mall. And you ate a peanut there? No, I had <laughs> I had for lunch earlier that day. Oh, it took a while. I had, yeah. I had like some Thai food. Oh. And then the peanuts started to get to me. Because I, yeah, I couldn't stay I couldn't stay up at the table. Like I was passing out. Right. Because I was fainting. Oh my god! And my friend was like, "We we got. Why did you come here?" <laughs> He's like, "We have to go to the hospital right now." Are you always stubborn about your health? No. Why? Why then? You know, I say no. You were, and then I'm realizing maybe I am. I bet you were. Maybe I am. Yeah. <laughs> I. It's just because sometimes things happen that I'm like, there's a part of my brain is like, but I don't want this to be happening. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where I think if I think that hard <laughs> enough, it'll just go away. Right. Oh, someone punched me in the ribs and now I'm in pain. But I don't want to be in pain. Oh, I, I got to sty, you know, or... Oh, those, good reference. Yeah. Those are the worst. Uh, yeah, styes are gross. What's the worst um, injury you've had? The worst injury I've had? <laughs> or uh, thing. Like, my weird thing is I got a piece of metal in my eye and it, like, rusted and scratched it. Oh, my God. God, that's horrible. I was a pirate for two weeks. Holy shizzle-dizzle. And the worst part was... All my friends went to the water park and I couldn't go because you can't get the eye patch wet. Oh. <laughs> as you can tell by my emotional sounds, that is a disturbing image mm-hmm. slash feeling. Wait, me as a pirate or just the, the scratching? The scratching. Okay. Yeah. You as a pirate, totally Adorable. cool. Adorable. You'd be the cutest one on yeah. the Somalian ship. Absolutely. <laughs> You're like, hey guys, I'm the captain now. Uh, hey. Oh, I'm hitting things. Cut Sorry, all that. Um, yeah. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Uh, well, I did get a piece of glass in my eye when I was a young child. How? Because I thought I was Spider-Man. <laughs> sure. And I, there was a, I thought I was Spider-Man, but I was also smart enough to know that there is no Spider-Man. Okay, sure. But I also wanted to climb something very badly. <laughs> I was like, oh, I just watched that old 70s, the 70s Spider-Man from the 70s where Spider-Man had this big afro, white guy afro. And, uh. I, there was a, uh, this, this lamp in the bedroom I was in mm. watching the television. I was like five or six. Yeah, it's always the lamp. All of my memories are I was five or six. <laughs> Nothing happened when I was seven. <laughs> Eight is a blur. Um, but yeah, so it was a lamp and it was a pole that it was just, it was a tension pole. So it was from the floor to the ceiling and it was just holding itself in place. I thought it was drilled in. I thought it was attached to the floor and attached to the ceiling. Oh. ceiling. Even as a kid, I was like, I'm going to climb something. This seems sturdy. Right. Spider-Man. Whoa. And then suddenly I'm falling backwards on this pole. <laughs> I hit the floor, get the wind knocked out of me. The oh. the lamps on the pole shatter. Glass flies into the sky and piece of it gets in my eye. 
And even at five, I was like, "Uh oh, <laughs> this is I didn't cry. I didn't panic. I was like, I have a piece of glass in my eye. You're like, I'm going to go get some Thai food now. It's fine. Find mom. That's all oh it was. God. I'm like, don't move my eye a lot. Because if I move it around, I'm going to scratch my eye it's good you didn't with this pull piece it of glass. Yeah. Well, my mom did. Oh, mom. She did. No. But she mommed it. Mm, okay. She was like, where is it? And it was out. I'm like, what? This woman is magical. <laughs> and then she spit How did it she and do that? dirt in your eye. Yeah, probably. Yeah. She was like, mom spit. And solves every problem. <laughs> all I remembered is that was, um, it was Bindi. That's what I remember. I think my eye juice did something to it to where I could bend it. It wasn't a big piece of glass, but it was big enough that I could go like, whoa. Maybe it was plastic. Creepy. Maybe it was glastic. It was probably glastic. Yeah, that like that sense. plastic you think is glass, but it's really <laughs> plastic. Um, oh, yeah, and it never is clean enough when it's over your poster, whatever. Exactly. You, right. Yeah, right. I think it was something like that. Oh, Bell's palsy is my worst injury, though. That was oh, a, no. Got, That's a huge fear of mine. I got that because of mold. Recently? In New York, when I lived in New York. How long did it last? Three weeks. <laughs> did you do stand-up? No, I actually canceled a bunch of gigs. Do you wish you would have done it? No, I did do stand-up because uh, I had to do a bunch of colleges in the South that I could not cancel because it was going to be like all of the money I had for like three months. Right. And so, uh, I don't know if you know this guy, Nick Cobb. He's in Los Angeles now. We we went to all these schools in the South. It was like eight schools in 10 days or something like that. And half of my face didn't work. The left side <laughs> of my face, because I couldn't close my eye, I had to wear an eye patch for a little bit. Ooh, yep. And then I had to hold my lips to like suck out of a straw or eat. <laughs> and that was because of mold, guys. Again. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So that's the gnarliest. We're going to all check for mold now. Check your stuff for mold. <laughs> Listen to the tale you've been told. You got to check your stuff for okay, mold. Okay, question. Yeah. I'm I'm going to be so mad if I don't ask you about this. Ask me all the questions. Um, what is it like working with Lily Tomlin? It's glorious. And Jane Fonda, who yeah. I didn't know I loved until <laughs> Grace and Frankie. Um, Well, first of all, I mean, Lily Tomlin is a, a personal hero of mine. Like, I've been watching her for a long time. Like, I was a kid and I had Nick at Night and I watched the original Saturday Night Live and uh, Laughing, which she was mm -hmm. on Laughing, and also the Carol Burnett show, and uh, there was something else, SCTV. I was watching all these old school sketch yeah. comedy shows, and she, I always loved her because now when I think about it, there weren't a lot of people on Laughing that had their own solo bit, you know, where it was just like, and now this one person doing a character, and she always had her own bit. You know, she had like uh, uh, Ernestine, who was the... Uh, the um, operator she used to do right right had this real snort and then there was um uh edith ann which is like the little girl that she did that sat in the oversized oh, chair she, i loved her yeah. so i always remember those two characters and then you know i found out that she was uh you know essentially a stand-up comic right even though she's a solo performer but she kind of like workshopped her characters in stand-up rooms and then and she was best friends with like Pryor, you know, like right. George Carlin and all these legends. And she's a legend in her own right. So she's someone who I've always looked up to. And I see her influence when I look at her characters. I see her influence on literally every woman after her, especially Tracy Ullman. Mm, yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah, and yeah. then I see like, you know, and even up to Amy Poehler and, you know, Kate McKinnon. Right. Uh, I don't know why those are the two people. I'm just thinking Kate McKinnon's currently on Saturday Night Live. Uh, and then I thought. Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, and all these people. Ellen Cleghorn. Not Ellen DeGeneres, but Ellen Cleghorn. No, yep. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Probably Ellen DeGeneres. Um, but she's cool. She also is just like, she's she's from Detroit. You know, she moved to New York in the 60s and like worked two, three jobs and 
she's never she doesn't seem to take anything for granted she's not jaded so she's down to earth super down to earth she also doesn't go around thinking i'm lily tomlin she's like she's amazed that i know who she is really that i've heard i've like quoted things back to her and she's (laughs) like oh you know like she is surprised anyone knows anything that she has done were you nervous on the first day of set hell yeah and okay because long before you can be yourself because if it's someone i really mm -hmm. look up to i have a really hard time being um just me and it, I hate that I'm not nervous around, around most people but then if it's someone I'm like <gasps> well that's the thing about TV you know or movies even like you are working with someone you've never met and then have to impersonate this immediate familiarity right an immediate intimacy like I'm playing this woman's son you know and in a way I am her son <laughs> because I've been watching her on TV for so long but she don't know me Right. You know, but <laughs> she's she's really warm and, and uh, joyous, mm-hmm. loves to laugh. And then her and Jane have been friends for like longer, like twice as long as I've been alive, essentially. And they get along so well. And they have this weird rapport That's that is just like this odd couple is what they, you know, <laughs> is what they are. And um, Jane is royalty you know it's yeah. it's essentially like being in a room with the with the queen i'm kind of learning more about her more recently because i knew yeah. i watched nine to five and i knew she was an activist but i didn't really understand what that meant i didn't really but also neither did she mm. in some ways what she's written about is that she there were things that she did in her youth that apparently meant nothing apparently not meant nothing but she doesn't know exactly what she was doing she knew she stood for something but didn't exactly know how to express it and then apparently it wasn't until on Golden Pond where she met Catherine Hepburn and Catherine Hepburn was like, what's all this? What are you doing? <laughs> She's like, huh? What, what do you mean? I'm, I'm like a person. I'm like, cool. She's like, all this has to mean something or you're not doing anything. And she's like, oh, I guess I should think about who I am, apparently. Right. This is like an interview that she did on W Magazine. So it's like. I'm also getting to learn more about her because I've always been aware of her yeah. and always known who she is, but just somehow, kind of like Julia Roberts, <laughs> I just haven't seen much of what she's done. Oh, yeah. Okay. And Julia Roberts is like that too. Just for some reason, I have not seen a lot of Julia Roberts' work. Right. I've seen like two or three movies that have Julia Which Roberts in two? them. Which um, two? Oh, um... Uh, what's that one? Uh, <laughs> My Best Friend's Wedding. Okay. Um, Mississippi Masala. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's a movie she did with Denzel Washington. Oh, okay. If I remember correctly. Okay. I'll have to look it up on uh, okay. IMDb's sure. a little later. Sure. And uh, and then the the uh, the the Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's th- okay. Twelve. Two of those make sense. Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's Twelve. We've that- never seen Pretty Woman. No. Or never um, fully, never all the way through. I've seen pieces of it. Oh wow. I didn't see uh Dirty Dancing all the way through until I was twenty six. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. I've only ever seen clips of it and then I watched it and I was like, This whole movie's about an abortion. Like that's what I <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like she's like, I gotta go to the city and get a back alley because it's the sixties. Uh abortion. Can you fill in for me, Jennifer Gray? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm a camper here. Now I'm in love with the instructor. Oh, this is why everyone gets pregnant all the time. <laughs> They're doing all this dirty dancing. Holy crap. That's what that movie's about. And I was like, that's insane. I don't think I knew that. That's what it's that's about. That's amazing. Uh, it's kind of like 
Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird movie. But a lot of great dancing. Yeah, right, sure. Guys? Sure, sure. Um, but so you they're amazing yeah. to work with. Uh yeah. and, but Jane no, Jane no, feels no. like she's someone, you know, like like she has the like I said, she's like royalty. Yeah. And she you know, I think I know that she's she's been she's had a life, you know, like she comes from this Hollywood family. She's been married to intense motherfuckers. <laughs> she has had an intense life and stood for things. I mean, a lot of people still hate her. Yeah. With a passion because of what happened in Vietnam, the whole Hanoi Jane thing. And it's like, look it up if you don't know what it is. I can't explain it because I'm not exactly sure of all the pieces. <laughs> but I know that she did some stuff that a lot of veterans and military and families of military are like, screw you forever to Jane Fonda. But she still got but, this gravitas. The, well, the things she's done for women. I, I, I can't tell you how much I love the show, by the way. Have you watched it? Uh, no, I never you, heard of it. <laughs> no, I have watched it. Have you? I watched it the day it came out. It was so, so different than I was expecting it to be. Really? Yeah. What do you think it was going to be? Well, it has the... it's. It's shot in a way unlike a lot of sitcoms. Okay. Like it's shot in a way, it's shot in a way like it's a movie. And it kind of has the way that the camera is used and the angles and the way they explore the space is very cinematic. And sitcoms are usually very clean. Not a lot of information in a shot. Right. Because they just kind of need to like get to the jokes. But this kind of has a lot of like layers to the environment. So it was like, I wasn't expecting it to be as... Um, just kind of naturalistic as it ended up being. Like I thought it was going to be a little bit more sitcommy, but it wasn't like that at all. I, it's, well, and I remember you telling me I ran into you at like a coffee shop and asked how you were doing. And maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but did you say something like, "Oh, I'm great. Things were. I was debating about moving home. I don't know." And then I booked this thing, and I was like, "Oh, what is it?" And you, you're like, "Oh, it's a Netflix thing." Grace and Frankie. Like I had no idea this is what it was going to be. Yeah, and also I was probably awesome I was probably definitely because I was in a weird place for a while where I'm just like I think I'm done, I think I'm done, I can't do this. Just because it was hard or because of the mold? Um, well, I didn't know that I had mold yet. Okay, but, Ooh, but maybe it was know. affecting your um. It does, it does. Your brain. It really, it really, really makes you depressed <gasps> because you're inflamed all the time. Oh. You're always kind of just feeling like crappy, and you're like, you know, like that's why that's why you get Bell's palsy from mold. Because your your insides, your sinuses get all inflamed to the point that it severs the nerves, and I could feel all these weird like electrical impulses through like through my feet and stuff like that, like electrical charges and stuff. And uh, but you always feel like crap. There's you actually still a, didn't go to the doctor. Ugh, don't well, go I just didn't know. I just thought I was in, I was I was depressed. I'm like, wow, uh. I'm really I'm a really sad person. I never thought I was sad, <laughs> and I I'm I'm just I cannot go anywhere. But. Also, I had to do, I didn't know I had mold, but I did know I was getting sued. I didn't know I was getting sued what? by my college for oh. first defaulted student loan. Oh, okay. They served me papers. They took me to court in a city I don't live in anymore. <sighs> so, of course, I didn't show up, and then they were awarded twice the award that they wanted to sue me for. Oh, no. So, $4,000 became $8,000. It were coming for you on my door, just like scotch taped to my door. Did you fight that, or did you just book a TV show and I go, just, here you go? I just paid it. Uh, I also didn't know I was being robbed at the time. I was embezzled <laughs> from. What? Yeah, lots been going on for Baron Vaughn. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I had a business manager stole a lot of money from me. Wow! A lot of money that if I had, I would have not <laughs> been as depressed. Yeah. As I was and been able to handle all of my debts. But Did everything change when you booked 
Frank, uh, Grace and Frankie, it, or it really changed beforehand. Okay, because it's like my attitude changed oh. towards everything. Like I was like, I I had sat in poopy poop poop for so long <laughs> that I was like in soft serve. I'd sat in mm-hmm. all the softies <laughs> I could find, just poured them down, poured them down, and sat them, sat in them, squishy. <laughs> um, emotionally, <laughs> I mean to say, sure. that I was just like, I can't. Like, I just, like, I know it gets hard for a lot of people, but I didn't think I had the attitude to make it. Because it's like, it doesn't matter what I have to offer. Like, when things don't go well, if I handle it like this, I cannot be on this this fulcrum of amazing and horrible. Right. It's no way to live. Right? Right. So, that's why I was just kind of like, I think that it doesn't matter how much I have to offer. <laughs> I think it, it, it matters that I save myself. That's where I was. Which so many people don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's nothing wrong when you do. Right. And but then I started having a more positive attitude about a lot of things. And then was uh hired to write sketches for Funny or Die for a little bit. And then I had this one month where I had nonstop stand up gigs. I had like four gigs, four clubs. And so for the first time in three years, I knew I was getting paid three months in a row. And I was like, hmm, okay, I can budget this. I can figure this out. And I felt like I was in an okay place. And then I started thinking about things that I could, you know, build or make or institute to basically make money in four or five months and then make money next year and all these different things. So I was in a good place when I auditioned for Grace and Frankie. Wow. So when I went in there, there wasn't this desperation. Because because if you're desperate when you audition for things – you look desperate. Like you're, the camera reads it all. Right. So it's like if you're trying to act, but you're just like, oh, I need this job. Like they can hear you. The camera is like looking at you think that. And then they're like, wow, he played that character really desperate. Doesn't really work. But I, he's really good at being desperate. He's really good at being like in dire straits. So if we come up with, if we have, if dire straits gets back to us. We know how to And we make that second move, that second video for that song he made. Um, so I was in a better place and then when I auditioned for it I was able to to just to just do it. <laughs> That's amazing. I have two quick things. Yeah. One pronounce um Bud's real name on the show. Nwabudike. Nwabudike. Yeah. Now I didn't think it was a real name. It is a real name. I would have best guessed it was. Yeah. I actually was racist. I'm like these white mm-hmm. people have made up some African name. <laughs> this is not and I, a real name. And then I looked it up and I'm like, oh this is a real name. Okay. I would think, <laughs> ooh, I don't want people to think I'm racist. I better get a real name. Hmm. That too. Um, okay. Uh, that I just wanted to know that one. Yeah, it's it's. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, it, that's what his. But they don't call him that. Right. They call him Bud. He doesn't call himself that. <laughs> um, okay. This is because it's a dog podcast. I'm going to try this. A now. dog cast. It's a pup cast. Pup cast. Um, that's right. I want you to answer this rapid fire. Okay. Don't think too hard on it. I have four dog questions for you. Okay. All right. Favorite breed and why? Why Marauder? Um, a regal-looking dog. I hear they're kind of dumb, but they're beautiful. And I, there's something about the the coat, the mm. coat of a Weimaraner. It's like grayish. It's kind of beautiful. All right. Favorite dog name? Favorite dog name. Um, I had maybe four or five dogs when I was a kid, and they were either named Blackie or Samson. <laughs> Favorite dog movie? Favorite dog movie? Oh, um, what's that one? The the a long a long journey home, a long way home. Home, uh, homeward bound, down. homeward bound. Yeah. Can you remember it? Can yeah. you remember it? There was I, one like Milo and Otis or mm-hmm, something. That was a good one. too. Milo and Otis yeah. is really fun. I, I always tell Comet if he ever gets lost to Homeward Bound. But then also Airbud. 
Mm. <laughs> Let's not forget the dog that plays sports. All right, that's your top three. Okay, top sorry. Three. No, that's great. You In can no have particular top three. order. Um, okay, and lastly, rapid fire. Uh, what attribute of yours is the most dog-like? <laughs> um, loud, like loud sounds or shiny things will completely distract me from whatever I was doing. It's kind of like, huh? What's that? And that's that's like just I get totally like, huh? That's what I do. All yeah, right. that's a that's kind of a dog quality. All Constant right. excitement. Well, thank you, Baron Vaughn, for being on our podcast. Well, thank you, Monique. That was great. I'm sorry you can't pet the dog. Now, a little uh, little information on Baron's good old crush, Kimmy Gibbler, from Full House. Uh, the actress's name is actually Andrea Barber, for those of you that don't know. She played Kimmy. And before she booked Full House, she had reoccurring roles on Days of Our Lives. Uh, but then after Full House, she decided she wasn't into acting and gave it up and got her English degree from Whittier College and a master's degree from the University of York in England. That's fancy, Kimmy Gibbler. In case those of you that don't know, Barron's going to be excited because Netflix is doing a 13-episode sequel to Full House called Fuller House that's coming out next year, produced by Uncle Jesse himself, John Stamos. Uh, and who do we have? Candace Cameron and Jody Sweden are signed on as DJ and Stephanie. And Kimmy Gibbler is indeed going to be back. So apparently they're still talking to Bob Saget, Dave Coulier, Lori Laughlin, the Olsen twins, all of them. It's all going to be centered on DJ's character 20 years later, playing a widowed veteran with two sons and a baby. And Kimmy Gibbler is going to come back as a mom of a rebellious teenager. You can find out more about Baron at BaronVaughn.com or watch him on Grace and Frankie on Netflix. Or check him out at Malton on Movies, the movie podcast he hosts with, get ready for it, Leonard Malton. The Leonard Malton. That's awesome. Uh, you can find out more about our monthly live show and more about us at twogirlsonepupshow.com. It's a really fun show that you can literally bring your dog to, and we have hilarious comedians like Baron Vaughn. All right. This is, the, this is the first time where most of the audience might be licking their balls that I've ever been in. And I've done shows in Indiana, so you know. <laughs> I'm wearing my combination, which is under these clothes, which is, uh, ever since I've been 14, my combination has always been cocoa butter <laughs> and Old Spice. That's my combination. Cocoa butter and Old Spice. Or as I like to call it, rugged dessert. Because that's the only way to describe my delicious scent. Like when I walk past you and you go, why does it smell like chocolate chip cookies just bench press 250 in this piece? The Two Girls, One Pup Pupcast is produced by myself and Sammy Junio and is part of the Hello Lion Face Podcast Network. Additional contributions and Googling by Corey Rittmaster. Our theme music was created by Matthew Lauren Cohen. The Two Girls, One Pup logo was designed by Lindsay McRae and the Pupcast logo was redesigned by Heather Hanford. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, share, review, shout it from the rooftops, howl at the moon, tell people about us. Thanks! And Jimmy Kimmler, Jimmy Gibbler, <laughs> Kimmy Gibbler. Oh, that's hard. Kimmy Gibbler. <laughs> and Kimmy Gibbler. <laughs> Kimmy Gibbler. <laughs> and Kimmy Gibbler's coming back. <laughs> the mom. <laughs> Every time you say the name. <laughs>
Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy Gibbler. Oh, God. You have to do the whole thing again. Oh, no, I don't.